When I made the decision to document the storage papers in the form of a podcast, I found Anchor to be the easiest way to create it. By using Anchor, I'm able to share this show with you absolutely free. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place, and you can produce the show right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Their easy-to-use creation tools allow anyone with the app to record and edit a podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts can be found. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. You can also easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And let me know when you do so I can check out your show. Hi everyone, it's Jeremy from The Storage Papers. I just wanted to take an opportunity to let you know about all the things we've added this season. In addition to our new website, we've added a Facebook group and a YouTube channel with captions, as well as information about the show on the website itself. In addition, each episode released for season two has unique episode art. And we now have full episode transcripts available on our website if you'd like to read along while you listen. The Storage Papers is free to listen to, but it's not necessarily free to create. If you feel so inclined, we now have a donation option up on the website where you can give a one-time donation for what you think the show is worth. Every penny does help. There is also a limited supply of stickers for purchase there too, measuring 3 by 3 inches, of the Storage Papers logo going for $5. And if you don't necessarily have the means to financially support the show, you can still do so by sharing our social media posts with your friends. I'll be doing a random drawing to give away five of our stickers to anyone who shares a social media post about the show and tags us between now and September 12th, 2020. Thank you so much for sticking with the show through all of the COVID drama, and I hope you enjoy the remaining episodes of Season 2. This podcast frequently contains graphic depictions and other topics or material that may be considered sensitive for some listeners. Nightmares, anxiety, and or difficulty sleeping may ensue. Discretion is advised. You're listening to The Storage Papers. Episode 25, The Meeting. The last few days have seemed like weeks, and there hasn't been a flurry of events taking place. For many reasons, whether it be lack of time, permission, or authority, 
I was not able to capture all of the events I wanted to, but I wanted to share a selection of notes I did take. Friday, August 14th, 2020. I'm on my way out of the house. Just a couple of days ago, I received an invitation from Ron to meet tonight at a church near Old Town San Diego. Up until now, talking about these peoples I'm about to finally meet in person seems kinda weird. It's a lot like meeting a celebrity, or perhaps someone you're familiar with in some way, but you're not quite sure what to anticipate going to the actual introduction. Naturally, I would have liked to record this meeting, but when I asked Ron in advance about that possibility, he was very clear about the requirement for no record of the conversation due to the potential negative outcome it could have for our plans. I even asked about recording it and not releasing it on the podcast until after our plans were carried out, but for some reason, I think this pissed him off. I just can't imagine why. Sorry guys, I tried. Saturday, August 15th. I got home really late last night. Too late to document anything, but either way, I really needed to sleep on the information I was given last night. I met both Brianne and Benjamin Scanlon. Detective Anderson was there, and of course Ron was as well. I thought I was going to be able to meet Father Lucas Stone, but surprisingly he wasn't there. Who I didn't expect to see there was Preston Nicholson. It was insane because we were all gathered in the church, talking to one another, and then I heard a voice from behind me which startled me a bit. When I turned around, he was just sitting there in a pew behind me as if he'd been there the whole time. For some reason, everyone I hadn't met prior to last night looked just about like I expected, but Nicholson didn't. He looked younger, and he had a serious way about him. For some reason, the account I read back in episode 6 made me think he was more mischievous, like some kind of a class clown character. He seemed to be all business. While I've been advised not to provide many details about the plan we devised, I can share with you that I can see the value of presenting these accounts to you more so now than ever, even though it's rather minuscule in the scale of what's actually happening here. For the time being, we believe we have a way to get rid of the Grinner. And it's fine if he knows our intentions. No, that's not right. It's actually better that he knows them. I don't know if this demon who toys with our minds and tries to weaken us physically and spiritually, if he audibly hears what I'm saying through the podcast, or if it uses abilities of a more supernatural nature to know certain details about the people it infects, but I know he's been in my head as of late. I'm so tired of the middle of the night visits, the fleeting shadows out of the corner of my eye, the disembodied voices I've heard and even managed to record. Sunday, August 16th. This morning, I'm confident that the Grinner has some sort of spiritual connection, as if he's aware of the notes I jotted down from yesterday, because he paid me a visit in my sleep. I'm so tired of being toyed around with, of being taunted. Shortly after 2am this morning, I was awoken to the feeling of pressure on my chest. I was lying on my back, which in itself is strange because I never sleep that way, 
but it felt like an elephant was standing on me. I tried to move, but it was as if I was paralyzed. I couldn't even yell out, and when I tried, I only made a muffled grunting noise. I could do nothing to prevent what happened next. The shadowy figure entered my room for the first time. Normally, it just stands there in the doorway and peers around the corner at me. And for some reason, I had always considered my doorway somewhat of a threshold. I don't know why. I guess it's just because I'd never seen him gap the distance between the doorway and my bed. But this changes things. It seems more intimidating now. More threatening. I watched as it levitated into a horizontal position directly above me, suspended in the air, and then it began taking on an entirely different looking form. It was almost animalistic, and it was speaking in Latin. I couldn't understand it at the moment, of course, but the tone was authoritative. As it spoke, pain in my chest swelled, and I thought I might have been having a heart attack. I couldn't even focus on the words being said, but after only a few words were spoken, the shadow figure dissipated and my pain was alleviated. I could breathe again. I rolled over to check on my wife, who was still soundly asleep and unaware of what just happened. It took a moment to gather my thoughts, and then I picked up my digital audio recorder from my nightstand. It was still recording. You see, any time I've done paranormal investigations, I've always found the audio recorders to come in most handy. Well, that along with good research, but I've always suggested to clients that they invest in a good one. You can always record over old files or archive them for later review. But ever since I began getting these late night visits from our demonic acquaintance, I've been recording the encounters. This is the audio from the encounter I just described. translation in English is you can't be so bold to think you can get rid of me go ahead and try if you dare Monday August 17th I've never been known to shy away from a dare anyone who's known me long enough can tell you this sometimes it's a fault but I'm guessing given the taunting nature the grinner typically uses to interact with me he might just be aware of that. In fact, I was counting on a visit from him shortly after my meeting with everyone. In light of the increasingly pervasive nature of these visits, I am taking this opportunity to call you out. I am speaking directly to you now, who we refer to as the Grinner. I believe that any power you hold over a human being is an illusion you're actually very weak, and there's nothing you can manage to accomplish that we don't allow, or that your master hasn't given you permission to do. The truth is, 
I think you're nothing more than an errand boy. You truly wanted to accomplish something by lingering around for so long? You would have done so by now if you really had the ability. I'm starting to believe that you're nothing without a menial task to fulfill, an order to follow, or a human host to try to manipulate into doing the things that you can't do for yourself. I challenge you to prove me wrong. Tonight, we'll all be gathered together. Everyone you've infected, including myself, and Ben, and Brianne Scanlon, will be in one place. Why don't you meet us there and show us what you can do? Stop hiding in the shadows and visiting us while we sleep, while we're vulnerable. My bet is you won't even show up, and I'll be sure to update everyone who listens to this podcast that you failed to show your face to confront us, that you're nothing more than a disembodied coward, useless, afraid, pathetic. I assume you're aware of the place we met Friday night. All you have to do is meet us there, face to face, and prove us wrong. We'll be waiting. This week, I'm not asking for your social media interactions or that you reach out to me with your thoughts or check our website. I would just ask that if it's part of what you believe, to say a word in prayer for protection for myself and our team of people assembling to address this grinner. And please ask your like-minded friends to do so as well. Rumor has it that gathering in numbers has more spiritual significance, so we're hoping to get all the help we can as we prepare for tonight. Thanks in advance. Thank you for listening to The Storage Papers. This week's episode was written and performed by Jeremy Enfinger. Special thanks to Nathan Lunsford for web design and episode art. Sound effects and music by Zapsplat. Episode music by Cody Ditzenberger. Additional episode music by Kevin McLeod at Incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Cowardice and Weakness, courtesy of The Grinner. I'll hopefully be back soon to let you know how everything goes. <laughs>